it's time to pile on with Action Sports Jack's Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast is brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family. Hey everybody, welcome into the Action Sports Jack's Pile On podcast. Thanks to Jenkins Hyundai. Brent Martineau, Dan Hicken. And wow, do we have some football news to talk about. No quarterbacks in Jacksonville yet, but we lost one. Scratch. Scratch him off the list. Joe Flacco, are you uh, not too happy that Joe's off the list, or is that okay? That's fine. Uh, Joe Flacco's seen his best days. Uh, His last four years, very Bortles-esque, quite honestly. Uh, I just have a bad memory of watching the Jags beat Joe Flacco badly and crushed him in London. Remember? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think Joe Flacco is the answer. I don't think Joe Flacco is better than Case Keenum, who he just will replace in Denver. And if I'm the Broncos, I would not rule out still drafting a quarterback. Uh, but it seemed like in listening to the analysts today, they were all saying Flacco's the guy. Yeah, I think they're going to give him a couple of years. I mean, maybe this year for the deal he's on, but maybe restructure Oof. after that. I don't know. I, I'm not as – there's a lot of people that don't like the Flacco idea. Yeah. I don't know if I'm as bad on the Flacco idea. For $18 million, that's an average QB salary these days. That's a heck of a resume the guy's got. 34 years old, you teeter on the end of does he have anything left? Has he seen his best days like you're talking about? He was having a better year this year, but then he got hurt. And then he got hurt. He yeah. had 12 and 6, I think. And once you get hurt picks. once, you start to wonder a little bit, is a guy going to get hurt? I don't think he moves that well. It's a mobile day and age of quarterbacks. So, uh, I, I wouldn't – listen, I wouldn't have been totally off the, the wagon if, if Flacco had got here. Listen but I'm glad the Jags didn't spend a fourth-round pick. I can't believe Denver spent fourth-round pick on him. I was surprised at that. Haskins or Foles or nothing. Well, that's what it turns into. That's all. I mean, honestly, that's no what Kyler I feel Murray? like. I'm intrigued by Kyler Murray, but I'm not – I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. As we sit in this office, he is underneath so the dartboard. Light. <laughs> Kyler Murray's fun as heck. Yeah. If I was sitting at Jags headquarters and my job depended on it, yeah, I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole. Yeah. So that's Kyler Murray. It's got a lot like Johnny Manziel. Yeah, he's Remember? intriguing. He's intriguing, and I'm not worried about. What I'm really worried about is him in the pocket, and some defensive tackle falling on him. Yeah. And him disappearing in the turf. I'm concerned so about small. a lot of things with Kyler Murray. I don't know how committed he will be for the foreseeable future. You know he what says else, he is. You know what else I didn't like with Kyler Murray? I didn't like how he carried himself Super Bowl week. The Dan Patrick interview was awful. It was awful. Why would he even do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I said it's a great dynamic. Did you see the video of Haskins on Big Ten Network? It was great. Isn't it fantastic? Yes. How he talks about it, how he holds yes. himself, how he talks, yes. just how he carried himself. Forget about what he was saying. You and I don't even understand half the stuff he was saying. Yes. But the fact, I, I thought that was interesting. Two-minute clip on Dan Patrick for Kyler Murray. Two-minute clip for Haskins there. Yeah. And if you want to look at perception, and by the way, that thing could have been edited. <laughs> the, the, the next 10 minutes could have been terrible. Right. But I was like, whoa, this guy's impressive. It's just you have to be able to hold a room. You have to be able to bring a room together as a young guy with grown men, some that are 10 years older than you. And to me, Kyler Murray doesn't come off that way based on what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. Haskins sure did. Haskins looked like a 28-year-old kid. He did. I, like I said, I'm, I'm all about 
Haskins or Foles, and I don't have a problem with either. Not that my opinion matters, but as a fan, give me Foles, and I'm not taking a quarterback. I'm going. I'm riding with Nick Foles for a couple, three. I, I might ride with Nick Foles for seven, eight years. You yeah. know, if Nick Foles can be Hopefully. as good as he should be, I'll ride with Nick Foles. If not, you know, then look elsewhere. But you've got to give Nick Foles some help. That's you the must thing, Dan. give Nick Foles a lot of help, give him some players, and see what he can do. But he's, you know, he's done it. He's done it. So let him do it down here with John D. Filippo. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the the um, orchestration of this deal for potentially the Jags. I still don't believe Philly's going to franchise tag him. I think it's way too risky. It's funny how that story has really played out because it like every there's like layers to it that we keep learning as we go, right? Because originally this was going to be his last year in Philly. Then the reports were, oh, there's an option in the contract. Philly's going to pick it up. Then after that it was, yeah, but uh, uh, he can buy himself out of that option for $2 million. Then it was, oh, Philly's going to franchise him. Well, if they franchise them, it's like $24, $25 million. $25 million, yeah. And they're doing that because they want somebody to trade for him, allegedly. It makes none of it. From from buying out the option, to me, you buy out the option to make yourself a free agent. Yeah. Why would Philly franchise the guy when he's done everything he's been asked and he wants to go be a starter somewhere? Yeah. And just the only thing there it doesn't is, to, make sense. is to block the NFC East. But yeah. who cares? You know right. I mean? Giants aren't going after him. No, I, I wouldn't think. I don't think. And so, so I, my expectation is, if you're willing to pay, you can get Nick Foles. Yeah, for nothing. But we'll see. I'm not 100 percent sure. I totally understand all the ramifications of of the cap and such. Yeah, Where so, do you think you're going, Marcel? Uh, I'm going home. Marcel is about. We interrupt this quarterback. Yes. Challenge. Marcel is taken to the golf course tomorrow. Really? Yes. What golf course? The golf course. The iconic 17th hole. Home of the Players' Championship. TPC Sawgrass, the stadium course. Will Marcel be... has never played a round of golf in his life. Will there be video on Twitter? Oh, I don't think I'll hit a shot. I think <laughs> I I'm just, just going to video. I would just shoot him, video him. Well, easy now. That's not very nice. I think that's premeditated murder right there you just Marcel, said. Marcel, can you give me a nump? <laughs> Are you going to play every shot? 80%. 80%. 80%. 80% rule? Yeah. Now, listen, we did this before. We had Drew Copley, remember? Yeah, he beat us. And he, Drew, he beat me. We, gave him a, we said, you cannot break 150. There's now, Drew little... had played some golf before, and Drew could hit the heck out of the ball. He just couldn't, he didn't know where it was going. Drew, quite honestly, is a little bit better athlete than Marcel. That's what. That's the word. I mean, we are. And, and there's a really kind of a quiet competition because they're both our young, good athletes. Yeah, yeah. Right? Copley played like a year or two of college football at small school, and he also. Uh, um, He's got some claims to fame like Marcel does. Yeah, yeah. They both have their little claims to fame. It's, but no doubt, the, Copley more, wore a more schmedium shirt than, than Marcel does. Marcel's a, a stick, <laughs> but he can run. Marcel can run. He can fly. That's one thing I will say about Marcel. So he would beat the Blaze or whatever that guy is in Atlanta. So I'm not, I'm not worried about... Marcel would beat him. I, against the Gators tomorrow, not Florida, but the Gators on the golf course... I like your chances. <laughs> but but Copley told me, here's the thing. Like, Copley told me he could throw a ball 60 yards, and he did. Marcel told me he could throw a ball 50 yards. He can't throw it 40. 
Marcel throws like a girl. Brooks no. throws better. No. Brooks throws better than Marcel. No. He I, does. I told you. I told you I can throw the ball 40 yards, but I couldn't. And I also told That's you. That's true. I told you that anything from 0 to 15, yeah. I don't claim to be a quarterback. I can hate you from 0 to 15. Anything after that, it's questionable. He's a receiver. He is a receiver. He's a great receiver. Best hands in Jacksonville. Well, uh, let's not go crazy. But, Please don't use he, the word great he's, Marcel he wins, ever again. He's, he's, no, he's – look, I got to say, I think Copley's a little bit better athlete than Marcel. I, is that fair or am I wrong? You're wrong. What about basketball? That would be good. I've played basketball with Copley. I've not played with Marcel – and Marcel's probably got some basketball. Copley talked a good game in basketball. He was and okay. I'm not stereotyping. I've heard enough things about you that you can play some <laughs> basketball. <laughs> but so anyway, the deal is Copley. We said, "Can you break 150?" We didn't think he could. Correct. And you had to count every shot. Yes. Well, he crushed it. I think he shot 127. Might have been 124. Yeah. Like he hammered it. We were saying today, like Marcel seriously has never played a round of golf. Like I, Copley, honestly, yeah, I, yeah, that's true. I honestly think that Marcel would not break 200. Yeah, it's tough, man. That's 11 a hole. Yeah, but you got to understand. And this is... I mean, 17, he might live out there all day. Well, that's what I mean. He might have to go up the cart path. Yeah. You have to get... Because, again, and that's why he can't do it, you got to count every stroke, the penalties, the lost balls. Yeah. I mean, think about it. There's some water hazards out there that you got to get over. Yeah, he could get stuck for a while. So then he's getting a 24 on a hole. So you're saying, well, if you only get a six, you're on your way to breaking 200. Well, what if you go 24-26 on your first two holes? Eek. You're in trouble. Eek, you're in trouble. Uh, we might have to do something tomorrow. Again, I don't think I'm going to play very well because I'm going to be tracking Marcel. Or laughing. Yes. Tracking and laughing. Laugh tracking. <laughs> Back when we were together, when we had a friendship and a brotherhood, <laughs> we played golf together and did quite well in some of the in the Christmas Cup. But we now, did. Well, it was Christmas Cup. Was Christmas fun. Cup. Uh, it was, actually, Christmas Cup was right about the start of Fractured Brotherhood. Yeah, right about then is when it was going down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was still enjoyable. So Yeah. Um, Probably won't happen again. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might have been the last time. <laughs> no. But, uh, all right, Marcel. Good all luck. Right, Go get luck. some rest, man. Are you running any chance that you're going to buy Topgolf right now on your way home to hone up your skills? I may or may not be going to hit some practice shots in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the, the dog. By the way, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, don't. Just, just go, go out there and just go. And, and the other thing, Marcel, if it goes really bad, you start just take half swings and advance the ball, especially if there's money on the line. What would you shoot? What will you shoot if you counted every shot? If I counted every shot? Because I'm, I'm, I'm like, you can add eight to ten shots at TPC for me. Oh, easy. I mean, I, I have trouble breaking ninety at TPC. I can't break a hundred at TPC. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, no I chance. play awful there most of the time. I can't. I can't. No, I couldn't break a hundred there. And. Again, you're not playing from the tips either. Well, no, that, that's right. that's true. Right. But we'll probably play from like the blended tees. Yeah. Right. Um, but all right, Marcel, get a good sleep. But man. I'm, I'm rooting for you. Marcel, tomorrow's all about you. I just want to let you know I sacrificed even a trophy in this media competition because I'm bringing you along. I'll make sure, I, make sure my hair's nice. It's appropriate. It's BHM, so it is. go get him, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, bud. <laughs> Marcel right, Robinson, he's a legend here. Back to the QBs. Yes. Uh, Here's my thing on the QBs. I'm just tired of the – I'm tired t going through the Tyrod Taylors and Teddy Bridgewaters and Joe Flacco's of the world, man. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I don't want any of them. I do think. I said I this today. I want Foles or Haskins. I think they're going to get uh, Bridgewater and Haskins. That'd be fine. But then if I get them, I'm playing Haskins. And I'm also telling you this. We're not going to the Super Bowl next year. 
this no. upcoming year. No rookie has ever. My, but my point is, you have zero probability of going to the Super Bowl yeah. if you if you uh, play the rookie quarterback, which I'll, is what you got to do. I'll tell you why they have zero probability to go to the Super Bowl, no matter who they play, mm-hmm. because they don't have enough and they can't get enough weapons right now. Why not? They have got to start building. We didn't that have offense. enough two years ago. What do we have? What's any different? Well, they had a healthy running back. Okay, well, he's going to be healthy again to start 2019. Uh, and there's probably going to be another one. Yeah, they were fortunate. Well, they didn't make the Super Bowl, so. I know, but they were within a whistle. <laughs> they were. Everything went right. Okay, well, why can't everything go right again, I'm just saying. But my overall theme is forget about the quarterback talk, and you just kind of hinted at it. This team needs to put some people around. I'll ask you a question. Yeah. You've been around here a long time. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you had two people on offense to worry about for the Jacksonville Jaguars if you were a defense? Two at the same time. Fred and Jimmy. Keenan. Probably. The 90s. I mean, I, I would I would slightly allow you Fred the Maurice, thought. Fred Maurice. But you know what they the closest the same thing, position. You know what the closest thing to that is? What? Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns both had double-digit touchdowns a yeah, few years amazing. back. But that was the that was the junkyard It year. was. And so you weren't game planning for no. Hearns. You didn't even know about A-Rob yet. So it's been 15 years since they've had somebody yeah. other than a running back yeah. that they've had to really game plan for. That is a problem, man. Think about that. 15 years. Oof. Now, Justin Blackman would have been close. Yeah. Allen Robinson, if you kept him, I think people would have to re- keep an eye on him. So my whole point and moral of this story is why isn't there more conversation about Antonio Brown? When you can get a top five wide receiver in the game, why are we not having that conversation more? Uh, do you want me to answer that? Yeah. Because... Who did Pittsburgh play in January this year? Nobody. Right. With Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is he worth the headache? He's too much of a headache. He might not even start this season, right? He may be suspended. Well. He's being investigated by the NFL, isn't he? And I always think they know those things more than we do. Right. So behind closed doors. But is true or false? I mean, there's a chance he may not start the season. There is a chance, yeah. I mean, uh, in other words, he could be suspended to start. I because don't know. of the domestic situation. Yes. Yeah. Not the speeding ticket. No. Um, but say he's not. But what a, I mean. What but about see, the, I don't oh. think it was just Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh. They are a living soap opera in Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, he comes across as not that guy, but he is that guy. He's a diva. And he's Le'Veon diva Bell too. had a level of that. And they, he wasn't they, even there, though. I don't, they have guys that are like that every year. They, Pouncey can be like that. I mean, they all say stuff. So... I don't know how much it was just... I'm saying Antonio Brown is not an easy guy to handle. No. But if my job... My point is, if my job's on the line next year with Marone and Caldwell, at least, and maybe even Coughlin... Yeah. Whew, what am I going... Will you find me a re- wide receiver in the draft that's going to produce and make my offense dynamic? A little Jordan Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a sure thing. And free agent wide receivers are not out... I'm, this does not come around very often. No. The chance to go get a top-flight player... In the NFL for a reasonable price. First round pick? $12 million. No, you don't have to give up a first round pick. That's what the Steelers want. No, they can want all they want, but I'll give a second round pick instead of getting A.J. Brown or uh, or little <laughs> Jordan Humphrey <laughs> or name your guy. Yeah. Give me Antonio Brown for the next two years, three years. I'll be fine. My point is Foles, Haskins, they don't have weapons. Who are they throwing it to? Throwing it to. Put, um, put this guy in a good position to be successful. Irv Smith. <laughs> They're throwing it to. Uh, well, we know it will be a heavy offensive trap. Andy Isabella. I like Isabella. They're throwing it to their second tight end, Tommy Sweeney. I'm not as concerned about the offensive line as everybody else. 
I got to get, I, you can never have enough bodies. No, no, I, I agree. I'm not and, saying they can't upgrade. And I, and, and I think we do need an influx of, like, we kept the backup guys for a long time. We did, yeah. They've served their purpose. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they actually, I, I'm not saying they did a nice job. <laughs> They're okay, but it's time to go. I mean, they, they. I'll keep Tyler Shatley around. Yeah. I think he does a good job at center. It's okay. It's okay. And it's hard to find him. Now, listen, I can't sit here and tell you he's great, he's not great. I mean, I don't watch it enough. I don't know it enough. But the offensive line was not near as good as it was two years ago. But two years ago, generally the same guys were the number one rushing offense in the NFL. Do you know the number of offensive linemen used last year? By the Jags? Yeah. Starting totals? games. Starting games. Started? I think starting games. Ah, maybe it was total. I counted it recently. I'm going to say 16. <laughs> that's a number. Is it? 16. Yeah, that's about right. 16 offensive linemen. That's crazy. That is nuts. Yeah. I mean, that is really nuts. So Because well, they went, what, four deep on one tackle side, three deep on another tackle side. I think they side. had four different left guards and four different left tackles. Now, AJ <laughs> Can is gone, right, in all likelihood? Yeah. Though, although, I don't know why that's such a slam dunk. Couldn't you get a low-level deal with AJ Can, a guy that... Actually, he's the most durable of all of them. Maybe. I'm not saying he's great, but I'd rather have a guy that I know is going to play. Is there any chance at all that Bortles is here? Yeah, you know, that's a. it's an interesting thing. If I you, can't imagine it is because it would just be a disaster from a yeah, PR I asked, sense. I asked somebody again recently and said, the sensible thing from a financial, if you want to bring, if you want to get Haskins, yeah. if you're all in on Haskins or Murray or Daniel Jones or Drew Locke or whoever it is. Right is to keep Bortles from a, a financial standpoint. Right. And if you're just going to hand the reins anyway, I, I am on record saying I think Blake Bortles is going to be one of the better backups in the NFL. Look at the experience, right? I think Blake so, Bortles may be the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins this year. Well, it'll be interesting. I, I, there was somebody floated a rumor the other day, asked me, uh, I said, have you heard Tampa Bay backup? I mean, I could see him in Tampa Bay. Why sure. not? I mean, you could see him in a number of places. You can go anywhere and be a backup. But, but bottom line here is yes. The answer was, yeah, it's sensible. But the ship has sailed. Yeah. The boat is off the St. John's River. It is. Uh, so they just can't do it, which really puts them in a weird spot because you are making an optic play, an mm -hmm. optic decision, rather than a smart football decision. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure smart is the right word, but a football decision. Mm -hmm. And by doing so, you create what Denver just did, actually, is they put all this money at the QB spot. Some of it cold hard cash and some of it dead cap money yeah and so there's a ton of money invested in a qb that you have no idea is even any good <laughs> right so that's what that's the whole they put themselves in that spot are though. there any teams in the nfl that have issue is not a strong enough word because we all have salary cap issues and then they fix it with three moves yeah they'll do it my question is are there any teams in the last five years who were in trouble because of the salary. Cap. Nah, I'm a big believer. It's it so doesn't big. Happen. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. They'll ask Calais to take a cut if they need to. Oh, they'll release dump four Malik players. Jackson. Malik's but gone. they're releasing Malik Jackson because he's not earning his salary. Well, he's fifteen million dollars. One, it's an easy move to make because he's not playing that great. Like Marcel Darius I mean. is a hard move. He's ten yeah, million, if he but goes. he's playing well. If he goes, yeah. So it's a tough decision. Is yeah. my point. Tayshawn Gibson, tough decision. Why? Yeah. Because. No, is he a great player? Probably not, but it's tough to replace that spot. Sure. So that's a tough decision for seven million bucks. I do think uh, I think Darius at this stage will be here. Well, and so my point is, 
I, I always get like, well, you know, got all this money tied up in this and all this money. So Money's what? not an issue. Who cares? Money's probably not an issue. I don't think it is. But I do think there's a cap of, of what you want. Do you want to pay $40 million invested in your QB spot? This year you might have for, to. You know, you just might have to do it. It's your own punishment. It's your self-induced punishment for making the mistake, which you made, and now you got to clean up. Yeah. So I would take, uh, this is what I'd love, my dream scenario is... And this is not because I love Teddy Bridgewater, mm -hmm. but give me the $10 million Ted Bridge, Teddy Bridgewater. Mm -hmm. Give me the, the Haskins pick mm -hmm. and give me Antonio Brown. And I put that rest of that quarterback money that some people want to spend on Nick Foles, I put it toward Antonio Brown. Okay. Well, again, though, you, you're rolling the dice. I am. That you're going to get Haskins. If my job's on the line, I'm swinging for the fences. Well, if your job's on the line, you might have to trade up to get them, and well, then you might. got to give up stuff. That's that's true. You know. But you said something recently. Someone didn't mm -hmm. give up too much a couple the years Jacks. back. Was it Went the Jacks? seven to five to get Blackman? Gave up a fourth rounder. Yeah. So it's not. I feel like the price has gone up since. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Because the Rams, like, well, they moved up like two the spots. Redskins or somebody recently gave up a crap load. But they moved up a lot. Depends it, how far it was, you go. It was up. a big jump. Yeah. yeah. You just jump up a spot or two. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. So, who knows how the QB plays out, but Flacco's off the board? Flacco's off the board. And the market is flooded with mid-level, average, veteran-free agents. That's all. I just don't want another average guy. You know who I take over all of them right now is Keenum. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. Would you float Sam Bradford out there? No. Because he can't stay healthy. You just can't. I take Keenum over Bridgewater, Taylor, uh, Tannehill, give me Keenum. I really don't like the uh, view of Tannehill. It's like taking, it's like Miami taking Bortles. It's like, hey, we're getting rid of this guy because we don't think he's good, so you take him. Yeah, Tannehill to me. The <laughs> problem is, is we saw Tannehill play <laughs> recently, and he was horrible. Yeah, against the Jags in big games too. That needed, they needed those games. So. I don't know. I it just it's it's. I want a good core. I, mean, I think they're going to stink on offensive bottom line. I don't think they're going to be any good. Well, I don't know if they're going to stink. I don't think they can be worse than they were this year, because while everything went right two years ago, almost everything went wrong this year. Yeah, that's true. They're somewhere in the middle. I will say I like. Uh, I got a little excited. Tad Dickman from uh -huh. the Jags PR. Yeah. He tweeted out DeFilippo with Wentz and Foles and. Uh, yeah, and Kirk Cousins. I kind of knew it, but I saw it again earlier this week. And the I was numbers like, are good. The number. I mean, it's really interesting that DeFilippo has had, you know, the big free agent guy in Kirk Cousins, four thousand yards, seventy percent completion. Mm -hmm. He's had the Wentz, the rookie young kind of kid, and he's had Foles, almost like a reclamation kind of guy that's trying to salvage his career, and he's done well with all. Now, I still think Foles, Peterson had as much to do with Foles as anybody. Well, DeFilippo was the hot guy. Yeah. Until. That was just a disconnect. I mean, he had head coaching interviews. Head yeah. coaching interviews. Yeah, I so, think it was a great hire by the Jags. I do too. I like that hire. Yeah. So I hope it works out. I, you know, it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting, man. And it, and and we'll start to know here, you know, and and gosh, what less than a month, right? The eleventh, I think, of March is when you can first make contact. Yeah, with when, the free agents, with some of that legal tampering stuff. Yeah, and everything will get done at the combine. Really, a lot of the illegal tampering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, by, between March 11th and March 17th, we'll have a really Combine's good idea. Combine's in two weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, two weeks. I will tell you this. Under Dave Caldwell, I always say this this time of year, he kind of play. It, he never leaves it open to the point where you know what he's doing in the draft. He never Correct. really, he never deal, he, he never turns over his cards. 
Right. To that, he's really hidden that well. Now, it's been a long time since they've been in need of a QB. Right. So that changes things. And I think we'll have a clear indication of what they will do based on in the draft, based on what they Listen, do. Listen, I mean, all the conversations that we have, they have in a little more intense and analytical and statistical and football esque way. Yeah, with more information. Yeah. Right. But we're they're saying the same names that we're all saying. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So that's what they got to determine. I think it's the most fascinating offseason I've been a part of in more than a decade here. Yeah, that's, all, that's a bad sign. You don't ever want to have fascinating offseasons. No, I do, because... Last year was a good sign. It was a good offseason. Yeah, it was. It went back. <laughs> yeah, it did. But last year was all those talk last year was, can't wait, Super Bowl. Can't wait, Super Bowl. Can't yeah. wait, Super Bowl. That didn't go Love so this well. move, love this move, love this move, love this move. Yeah, that wasn't good. And then, so when it, but when you go into the offseason and it's fascinating... That means you had a bad season. Yeah, it's true. And, and part of it is, do they go young, old, QB? Do they play for now or the future as a franchise, right. even with their jobs on the line? Right. You know, those are some things that make you wonder. I think you have to, you know, if, you're, if your soul unfolds and he's your guy, it's not just now. It's now and the future. Yeah. Again, he's 29. Yeah. It's not like he's 34. No, if you're right on foals... That's a home run that's because nice, he's good for six years. Yeah, easy. I mean, that's a nice little run you got going. I, I do think John Filippo will help determine this. Hey, guys, if that thing gets to $24 million, he ain't worth that. Yeah. You know, he also – he might have, be able to lure Foles because it's attractive. He's worked with him before. But he also might be the stopper and say, all right, listen, here's where his cap is. Here's who he is. Let's not get crazy. problem with Foles is – the question that is always asked is, can I win a Super Bowl with this guy? And the answer to that question with Nick Foles is yes. Yeah. And that puts you in a tough spot because you may not be sold on him. The crazy part is you had two guys out there that won Super Bowls. Yeah. And MVPs. Yeah. Now there's only one, though. And by the way, there could be a third if Eli Manning, if they wanted to deal, wheel and deal Eli Manning. And I guess that's a one more caveat. Like, that could be... If the Jaguars did something really creative, Oakland has three first-round picks. What if they get Kyler Murray and they don't want Derek Carr anymore? You know, how does that factor in? Uh, is there any chance that Detroit's talking about picking a quarterback? What? You know, so what about Stafford? Um, uh, what about Cincinnati? Right. So Do they those, cut ties with Andy Dalton? Right. So that caveat is, I think. Yeah, more teams could open up. My Gators are tough to watch, man. God, did he miss that dunk. Gators are hard to watch. <laughs> I like Mike White, but why can't the Gators score in basketball? I don't know. I don't want to talk about them. Florida State's really good. They are. They're playing good again. They're playing they well. They might end up in Jacksonville. Yeah, I think so. They're 19-5. and five. Uh, They've won six in a row, I That think. sounds right. Yeah, they yeah. started one and four. Four, right? Yes. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're a talented team playing in that ACC. All right. I think that's it. We miss anything? All we do is talk about quarterbacks and free agency that's and draft now. That's all we do. That's what happens now. We when mock you, draft on fanspeak.com. We did mock draft. That was fun. You loved your draft? I did. You want to hold on to that and see if it works? I did like my draft. We got Daytona 500 coming up. Boogity boogity. And then we got the Players Championship and NCAA tournament right around the corner. We're busy. I wonder if people watch the Daytona 500 still. In Jacksonville, they do. In Jack, yeah, it's a good market for it. Yeah. I will say this. We talk about it every single time. NASCAR's dying. NASCAR's dying. Yeah. That place is packed today. Yeah. Media day, more than 300 people. And RVs all over the place. Now, the economy's good. Yeah. So, it, it, I think it's like this. If someday football is dying, people right. will still go cover and go to the Super Bowl. 
Yes. And that's what this is for NASCAR. Yes. So it's not really, this isn't a good tester. Is this race sold out yet? That I don't know. I guess that could be a good test if it's sold yeah. out or not. But I'm saying in Atlanta next week, crowds won't be great. No. And then if you go to Sonoma, they won't be great. 30 of the races last year had all-time low ratings. Yeah. But I always say this, though, about it. It's all relative. It's never going to hit the high point. It's like baseball. I agree. Never going to hit the high point. But it doesn't mean it can't survive and oh, people flourish. like it can have fun you and flourish. you can still make money. Right. So it is a sport that drains money, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really does. Uh, all right. Hey, that's going to do it. We'll Bye. see you at the 500. Boogity. Dan Hick and I'm Brett Morton. That's your Action Sports Shacks Pile On Podcast here in the uh, middle of February. Get your loved one, Valentine. <laughs> You've been listening to Action Sports Jacks Pile On with Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast has been brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family.